Matthew chapter 1, beginning at verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he named him the name Jesus. I've been struggling to think how to start this evening, and I'm going to start it with good evening. Um, it's barely still evening. Um, it's not yet late enough for me to say good morning, although we're not far away from that. And I didn't want to say good night because I thought you'd think it was the end and you'd all get up and leave. Um, so good evening. Uh, my name's Nigel. I'm part of the team here at St. John's. Well, it's very nearly Christmas Day. Um, I make that 11 minutes according to the clock at the back until it's Christmas Day. And when we, Christmas Day comes, we will begin to celebrate Christmas all together, which is good. We're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus. But how and why? How and why? Well, we all know how we're going to celebrate Christmas, probably. We're going to sing some carols we have done already. We'll sing another one before we finished, one or two. We love putting up trees, putting the decorations on. You've probably got some decorations around at home. Maybe you've hung up Christmas cards, that kind of thing. We love to sing and decorate. But of course, Christmas is also a time, lots of people say Christmas is a time for children, certainly a time for families, people getting together, friends and families gathering together to celebrate together. We look forward to Auntie Flo coming down from north and spending time with us or whatever your particular auntie is called. But of course we remember also those, and you may be some of them, 
who find Christmas to be quite a lonely time at times. And we remember them too. And then there's the food. Christmas, where would Christmas be without the food? If you haven't taken your turkey out of the freezer, it's probably too late. You'll have it on Boxing Day rather than Christmas Day. But hopefully you have taken the turkey out. You've got your Christmas cake made. The stuffing's done. The pig's in blankets. And of course, that essential ingredient, the sprouts. Anybody else looking forward to sprouts? They're a bit of a Marmite kind of mixture, aren't they? Not everybody likes the sprouts. But we love the food. And... Of course, we love the presents. We love buying things and giving them away. We also love receiving them. The kids particularly probably find they get up early on Christmas morning hoping to see what's in their stocking or their pillowcase or whatever it is you put them in today. We love to celebrate with singing, with decorations, with food, with family and friends, and with presents. And it just so happens I have a present with me this evening. Somebody's left it here for me. Looks good, doesn't it? Um, To Nigel, best wishes, happy Christmas, Stephen. Hmm, that's a little bit of a problem on account of the fact that I know at least three Stevens. Um, Forgive me, it's... Eight minutes early, but I'm going to open it. See what Stephen has left me. Oh, this looks very interesting. Ah, good. It's that, Stephen. It's a life jacket. Perhaps Stephen is going to take me out on his boat and go and do some sailing. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I remember wearing one of these many years ago when my son was a teenager. We took ourselves off for a sailing course for a few Saturday mornings, only down at Thamesmead. They probably still do it. And uh, I remember getting across the wind and turning my boat upside down, all kinds of panic on my part, flapping about in the water, thinking I was going to die until I suddenly realized that my life jacket was keeping me up. And I was bobbing about with a big smile on my face, enjoying myself when the rescue boat turned up. He said, you're not supposed to be in there enjoying yourselves. Get this boat the right way up. Okay, back to work. A life jacket. Wonderful. I must remember to contact Stephen and thank him for that. That's wonderful. So... We're going to celebrate food, friends, decorations, presents. But why? But why? Perhaps if you're familiar with the Christmas story in detail, and perhaps if you're, as you ought to be, familiar with the date, we're just coming to Christmas Day, why would I have chosen a reading that deals with the details of the Christmas story from eight or nine months ago, back at the beginning? The story of the angel coming to Joseph in a dream and telling him that he can marry Mary. You see, Joseph has been thinking about divorcing Mary. Betrothal in those days was that serious. It took a divorce to break it. 
because he's discovered that Mary is pregnant and it's not his. So he thinks she's been unfaithful and he thinks to break the betrothal quietly. But the angel comes to Joseph and tells him actually what he's already told, what the angel has already told Mary. He says, you can marry Mary, accept her because what's been birthed in her is from God, the Holy Spirit. She's going to have a son, no ultrasound scans in those days. She's going to have a son and you are going to call him Jesus. But the angel with Joseph goes one step further than he did with Mary. He told Mary to call him Jesus. But he says to Joseph, you will call him, give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. That's the reason for giving him the name. I don't know if you know what your name means. My name, Nigel, means one of two things, black or champion. I don't know the origin of that. Stephen, who signed the present for me, means honor, renown, and fame. That's a good name. What does Jesus mean? Perhaps you know. Jesus means savior or God saves. Meanings were very important in those days. But it goes much further than that in actual fact because Mary would not have called Jesus, Jesus. You can look it up if you want to know how we get the name Jesus. But Jesus comes down from the Hebrew, through the Greek, into the Latin and into English. And by the time it reaches us, it's called Jesus. But Mary would have called Jesus Yeshua. Yeshua, that's the Hebrew. Yeh, the beginning of God's own name. And Shua, meaning saviour or rescue. His name doesn't just mean God saves. His name actually says God saves. Can you imagine the situation a few years on from Christmas when Mary calls out, God saves, it's time to come and put your toys away. God saves, it's tea time. God saves, go and tidy your bedroom. He was probably a boy like most other boys. God saves. You will call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Others were called Jesus probably because they thought what we want to do is we want to throw off the power of Rome. We want to get rid of this invading force. We want to get rid of these taxes. But no, Jesus comes, this Jesus comes to save his people from their sins. We took some time at the beginning of the service to confess our sins. Why? Because Paul, writing later in the New Testament, says in Romans chapter 6, the wages of sin is death. You see, sin has consequences. Wages of sin is death, but 
the gift of God. There's gifts again at Christmas. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Or perhaps you know what is probably the best known verse in all the Bible. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God loved the world so much that he gave, there's the gift, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes, whoever trusts in him would not perish but have eternal life. God himself came as a baby. God saves. Emmanuel, there's the word. It means God with us. Jesus is the one who came to save us. That is why we celebrate. But you know, we have to make it our own. We have to accept this gift for ourselves. This life jacket that Stephen's given me is great. But it's not going to save me Unless I put it on. I can't actually find the thing to do it up. There it is. Unless I put it on. Unless it becomes a part of me. Now if I fall on the water, it'll save me. And we have God's gift to us in Jesus to save us from our sins. But you and I have to accept that gift for ourselves to save us from our sin. How is he going to do it? By dying on the cross, which is exactly what we will celebrate when we come to communion with his body broken, represented by the bread, and his blood shed, represented by the wine. Let me ask you, as we come into Christmas and we begin our celebrations, do you know Jesus as your saviour. If not, today is as good a day as any to accept him. And if you do, have you thanked him? I hope so. Have a happy Christmas.